There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. LMFM Podcasts with CNC Carpets. We bring the showroom to you. Or you can book a personal consultation at our fabulous new showroom in Moortown, Dramiskin. Call 87 237 or visit our website at cnccarpets.com to book an appointment. CNC Carpets for all your carpet and wood flooring needs. You're very welcome to Friday Afternoon's Late Lunch on LMFM Radio, and I can't believe it. They've let myself and Louise out after years of being stuck in the studio, and I can tell you this, they picked a cracker today because we are coming to you live from Nanny's in Dulik, and I'm going to tell you, folks, you've got to call out here and see this place. It's absolutely outstanding. And of course we're here ahead of NannyFest 2022. It all begins this evening and runs over the weekend. And we're going to find out more about what's happening here over the next couple of hours or so. We have lots of guests for you. We have your TV theme competition, Comedy on Friday. And of course I'll be concluding my story on my Artist of the Week, Miss Dolly Parton. But we begin today with the main man and I'm delighted he's joining me on the show because he is the proprietor of Nanny's Robert Lynch, you're welcome to Late Lunch. Thanks, Jerry. Thank you. Thank you for joining me today. I say it again, this place is just marvellous. Yeah. Congratulations yeah. to you. Thanks very much, Jerry. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you can see there is so much has gone into this place to make it what it is today. Take us back, uh, Robert. W- when did you acquire the place? Uh, it was around 2018, Jerry. Yes. Yeah, and 2018. How long had it been closed? I was trying uh, to work that t- out myself. T- t- approximately 2015. Is yeah. it that far yeah, back? Yeah, yeah, hard to believe, yeah. <laughs> and but, uh, it was the hub of the village, always was. Yes. Yeah, always was. It's fantastic, and it was sadly missed, and badly missed. And, yeah. you know, you're dead right, it's ha- yeah. in the heart of the league here, yeah. and really there was a fall away of hospitality and bars, wasn't there, in yeah, the village there was, itself? Yeah, yeah, like, you know, neighbours didn't meet neighbours, Jerry, believe it or not. They met them in the pub, in the local, like, you know, and that's what it was about. I remember when I opened up here, one of the girls said, I only met my neighbour. In, in, in your new place there the other night like you know where before this they were just past one another why there's no place to, to, to go and socialise like you know yeah. and it's such a good village and a big village and a large populated village that uh, you know it's badly needed When did you put your thoughts towards it if it closed in 2015 yeah. when did it come to your attention when did you think I can do something with this place uh, probably around Jerry if, what happened was a guy actually came to me and asked me what I lease it you know, and when he came in and he seen the condition that it was in, he said, ah, it's too much for me, like, you know. I said, but you're looking if he, if he can't do it, I'll do it, you mm. know. And uh, it started, yeah, it started just prior to COVID. 
So you had plenty of time, really, plenty when of everything time, shut yeah, down. Plenty of time, yeah. yeah. Plenty of time, Jerry, yeah. And, and, and you can see it in it here today. And the other thing about this place is, and it's important to talk about it, of course you own the energy centre, and everybody's thoughts, I don't have to tell you, Robert, is towards energy at yeah. this point in time. Yeah. What about this place here? Yeah, there's a huge emphasis on energy here, Jerry. Like, you know, all the windows are triple glazed. We have a 28,000... Uh, litre rainwater harvesting tank supplying all the toilets in both in the accommodation and the bars. Uh, we have 10 kilowatts of PV generating our electricity on the roof here. We have the solar thermal generating our, our uh, hot water needs and we also have a geothermal heat pump supplying the heat to the, to the uh, restaurant and the bar in the pub. Yeah, so there's huge emphasis. It's a A2 rated pub, Jerry, probably one of only very few in Ireland. Well, yeah. A2 rated for yeah. energy, A1 yeah. it'll be yeah, rated yeah, for yeah. everything else it well, provides for sure. Yeah, oh, yeah. certainly, Robert, it, it will. But you obviously, with your background in the energy business, wanted to make that happen. And, and you're showcasing what anyone else can do with a business to yeah. make it energy efficient. Yeah, no, absolutely, Jerry. Like, one of the biggest costs is your running costs. Like, you know what I mean? Mm. So uh, it's important to keep it down. Like, you know what I mean? And you have to practice what you preach, you know, so... Uh, you're yeah, certainly doing that do. here. <laughs> now, when we, we're sitting here in the main sort of dining area, and I've had a tour earlier on. Thomas Gavin, yeah. one of your right-hand men yeah, here, yeah, took Thomas, me around yeah, the place. Yeah. It's outstanding. You have a sports bar out here to yeah. the left-hand yeah. side. You have a local bar. Yeah. You have where we're sitting yeah. in here as yeah. well. Yeah. And when you go out to our right-hand side, you have a lovely outdoor dining yeah, area there. Yeah, yeah. And then at the back, because yeah. I remember the old O'Neill's. Yeah. But I, I never believed there was the amount of ground out the back where you're having the festival no, this week. No, there wasn't, Jerry. We acquired that. Uh, ah, I see. I see. <laughs> Halfway through the project, we acquired that ground. Like, you know, yeah. So, uh, yeah, no. The gods are looking down on us. They are. Yeah, and I'll yeah. tell you, for the festival this yeah, weekend, absolutely. The, the weather Ab- gods are looking down at you as well. Yeah. The guys are out there rigging up the stage yeah. at the moment. You have lovely... Um, Places set aside where people are going to come and sell their products, yeah. little stalls yeah, along the way. Right, there's a yeah. children's yeah. area, yeah. and there's hospitality yeah, out there, there as is, well. Yeah, yeah. All outdoors. All outdoors, yeah. All outdoors, yeah. And music, of course. Yeah, music and entertainment. And yeah. entertainment. Yeah. All to come yeah. over, the, over the weekend. Yeah. Um, a morale lifter for, for, for people in the village after yes. COVID and everything else. Of course. Yeah. And will this be the first, do you believe, of. Uh, the first of many, Jerry. You're hoping yeah, to. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely, yeah. No, absolutely. I, you know, I. I admire a little village in uh, in Donegal called Adra, and every three, four weeks there's a festival, you know, the Cup of Tea Festival, Meet the Neighbour Festival, it could be anything at all. It doesn't matter, Jerry. People just get together, socialise, and, you know. And you are going to go that road yourself? That's what I'd like to do, yeah. Fantastic. That's what I'd like to see Fantastic. happen, yeah. yeah. And, you know, you, you, your energy business is the core for you and that's your background yeah. it regards hospitality because you mentioned Donegal you are the owner of the Rusty Mackerel yeah, correct, which yeah. is a beautiful old yeah. uh, establishment the up there yeah. you took that on in 2018 as well yeah, at the I same bought, time as I this bought one. that in March 2018 and I opened it up in uh, June so I did we renovated it done a lot of work on it and uh, put in 13 bedrooms into it and uh, put an outdoor area into it and we left the character of the pub there because it's 1892 so it's a very very old place like you know mm. but uh, come here it's won umpteen awards best newcomer best pub in Ireland all uh, umpteen awards and I'm very proud of it Jerry but I'm only as good as the people that have around me and uh, I'm fortunate enough to have very good people around me. I was going to say that yeah. to you. you. You allow people who know this business run your business for you. Yeah, well, I don't... 
if you can't delegate Jerry, I don't think you can move forward. Like you know what I mean? It's very important to have trust. Like you know, you know, and you can't have some. To me, I listen. Yeah, had I issues? Yeah, of course I had issues. I don't think any person in business didn't have issues, like you know. But mm. uh, you brush yourself down, and you move on. Yes, you know, pick yourself up. And I've been talking to some of your staff here this morning, and I just want to tell you this: they love working for you. Yeah, yeah. No, come here, listen, Jerry. Uh, I'm a, I'm a worker, so I, I value worker. I value worker. That's wonderful, yeah. wonderful to hear. Back to nannies because uh, you've 22 rooms here yeah, as 22 well. 22 bedrooms, but yeah. quite quickly, your intention for those rooms changed. Yeah, well, what happened was the vision, I suppose, for here. We've it's the amenities we've in this area. We've a lot. Of, we're very lucky to live where we're be positioned where we're positioned. Like you know, we're a couple of miles from Tero Park, Fantasia. You know, they're all wonderful places. Newgrange, you know, there's some... Mm. Dublin, Jerry, they 30 minutes away. Dublin yes. Zoo is probably 30, 40 minutes away. So, you know, and uh, I was thinking of, of accommodation here for, for tourism. You know, but, uh, yeah, no, that changed then. Yeah. So, and I've met some of them as well here yeah. earlier on. You're accommodating Ukrainian yeah, refugees yeah, yeah, yeah. here at the moment. Yeah. And you are not just accommodating them. I want to say this to listeners, Robert, today... Yeah. You're giving them employment. Yeah, You're teaching. Yeah. They, they have English lessons going on here as well earlier. Yeah, absolutely, Jerry. And I'll tell you, you know something. I tell you, these people are here through no fault of their own. Like, you know what I mean? And I'd like to think that if, if someone invaded my country, that my wife and kids would be in Ukraine someplace like Nanny's. Like, you know, so it's important. It's important to, to as I said, they're here through no fault of their own. Their families are split up, you know. Their fathers are, are putting on the... The, the camouflage gear, you know, going out to fight, and the modern babies are in, in Ireland. Like, you know, it's, mm. it's sad, but, you know, there's some. And come here, Jerry, there's approximately 80, 80 Ukrainians living here. Uh, I'd estimate 25 females, 5 males, and probably 50 kids. Like, you know, yes. uh, the 5 males, yeah, I have them, them working for me. Uh, one of them is actually a dentist, Jerry, and. Uh, if there's anyone out there looking for a good dentist, I can tell you one thing. This guy is a good guy, and he's a hard worker. He's done seven years uh, practicing, sorry, seven years training, and he's 12 years practicing done. So. And there is a shortage in that yeah, business. Yeah. It's very hard yeah. to get a dental appointment. You have to wait weeks and yeah. months, really, to see somebody. Yeah. So there yeah. is a man fully qualified, yeah, fully qualified. looking yeah. to get into the, the area of work that yeah. he's worked in yeah. uh, back in the yeah. Ukraine. So yeah. if anybody listening to us today, it rings a bell with somebody, uh, give them a shout here. Give uh, Robert and the crew here, and they'd be delighted to introduce you. But they're out there 100%. with their carrying and their, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. they're putting their back into it yeah. out there today for yeah. you. So yeah. and it's yeah. well, every day, Jerry, every yeah. day since, since I since the first day we employed them every day mm. you know like the, the language now some of the guys have broken English uh, come here most of them have broken English like you know what I mean and that's yes. understandable like you know that, as I said they didn't plan, but the teaching's going on they didn't plan to yeah for, I know that yeah. I know that but look at this as well your t- but th- that sums it up folks But you know five men and the rest are women and children because yeah the, the males who can are yeah, back home, exactly, yeah. uh, you know, defending Ukraine. From your family point of view, your wife Tracy, of course, is yeah. by your side, and yeah. your sons Brian and Shane. Hey, it's a big night in Dulik tonight, Dulik Valley's town. Hey, Robert. Well, let Ryan be between the posts, yeah? He is. He's in goal for the League Belliestown <laughs> in the quarterfinal of the Intermediate Championship. And when I tell you that the League Belliestown are playing St. Patrick from Stamullen, it's a derby. Yeah. 
Derby, yeah. Oh, there's yeah. real daggers uh, for this one, isn't there? For this <laughs> one, yeah. Yeah. No pressure yeah. on the goalkeeper. Yeah, no pressure on the goalkeeper, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's great that they're p- part and parcel of the team Absolutely. as well, isn't yeah, it? It's and all a bit of fun, yeah. It is. And it's great to see them at it, yeah. Mm. Sport is, yeah. Sport yeah. is one. Yeah, wonderful. Sport is, yeah. And I forgot to mention, you have actually a dedicated sports bar out there we as do, well, yeah. don't you? Yeah, we do, absolutely, yeah. And there's absolutely. a dartboard in that sports bar, and yeah. there's a name over it called Keen Barry, yeah. dynamite well, himself. Dynamite. He was practising here last night. Yeah, he's fantastic. Yeah. He's a great young yeah. fellow, isn't he? Yeah, unbelievable, Jerry. It's, it's uh, unbelievable. It's a credit from him and his family to, you know, such talent. Mm. Such talent. A little birdie tells me we may have him with us a little bit later on, yeah, so we're hopeful yeah. that he will drop in and yeah. have a word with us as well. You see, Louise is beside me here today, Brian, and she's doing the sport in the absence of uh, of our usual sportsman, uh, and uh, she's just delighted and uh, hoping that Keane will come along and help her with the preview today, and I'm sure he will. I'm sure he will be with us a little bit later on. So, look, all's good. Nanny Fest, everybody welcome to come yeah, out here yeah. today, no, tomorrow, weekend, Sunday, yeah. all weekend. 100%, yeah, absolutely, Jerry. Yeah. Well, fantastic, I'll tell you. Fantastic. I'll tell you this. I can Great remember lineup. the O'Neills of old, pre 2015, and we'll have a link back to that. Uh, Senator Sharon Kilgan is joining yeah. us in a wee while on the show. But my God, if you went to sleep back then and woke up, you'd say, "Nah, this isn't it." Really, that's all I can say to you. Yeah. It's an absolute credit. Yeah. It's beautiful here, yeah. and best wishes to yeah. you and your family with nannies and the festival this weekend. Yeah, thanks very much, Jerry. Thank Not you. at all. Thank, Thank you, you for joining. We'll talk to you later on, thanks Robert. Robert Lynch, there, who is the owner of Nannies in the League Nanny Fest, happening this weekend, and we are here with Late Lunch coming to you live from this wonderful, wonderful place in the heart of Duleek Classic Comedy on Late Lunch this afternoon. It's Mr. Greg Davis. What a wonderful stand-up he is. And here he is, and he's talking about us boys, yes, us men, in our minds, aren't we always forever young? Let me tell you uh, the worst thing about being a fat, middle-aged comedian, because I am. Let's not, let's not mess around. I'm, look, look at what I've done to myself. <laughs> I mean, I look pregnant. It's ridiculous. And you know, the worst thing about that is that comedy attracts young, beautiful people. So you come out and you see really attractive, beautiful people and you feel like a fraud when you look like this. Which is why I was so relieved when I came out tonight (laughs) and saw such a sea of ruined middle-aged losers. You don't know what's coming, you people. (laughs) To me backstage, this isn't my original outfit. I was wearing a tight black T-shirt and the producer had asked me to change. Because he said I looked like a bin bag full of coleslaw. That's a quote. (laughs) My body is... It's disgusting. I looked at myself naked in the mirror... About two hours ago, before I came here, I stood in front of the... uh, Don't woo that, for God's sake. (laughs) I looked at myself naked in a mirror, and I thought, genuinely, I thought to myself, you know what that looks like? My body looks like it's been carved by a four-year-old child out of a budget block of ham. (laughs) Just a rough approximation of a male breast, all pink and mottled. It's disgusting. It's so depressing, and yet, what I love about the male brain is hope springs eternal. I thought this the other day, I was walking down the street. Even though I know my limitations, and I know what this looks like, 
I'll see a beautiful 20-something-year-old girl walk past me and there'll be part of my brain that goes, maybe she likes ham. (laughs) And I saw the most amazing example of this. I went to see my granddad, who's in a home, bless him. He's in his 90s. He'd tell you himself, he's finished. He's knackered, right? He's exhausted. He can't walk. He has a little blanket over his knees. And I went to see him, and he was sitting there, and I said, are you all right, granddad? He goes, I'm finished. I hate it. I'm so unhappy. And I said, oh, I'm so sorry. He goes, yeah, never mind, love. A nurse walked in. She must have been 25 years of age, right? (laughs) This is what he did. I promise you, he did this. Well, hello there. As if there was any part of that girl's brain that was thinking, do you know what I fancy today? I fancy being a man who gets out of breath eating soup. Yes, the wonderful Greg Davis. Uh, he just calls it as it is. It's wonderful comedy observations of life. Yes, late lunch coming to you live from Nanny's in Delique this afternoon ahead of Nanny Fest this weekend. And Louise, I mentioned we were released from our... <laughs> we ain't going back again. <laughs> you, you, <laughs> we're on tour. <laughs> you wouldn't leave here, would you? No, it's fab. Isn't it? Yeah, just I'm, lovely. Counting, I'm trying to count all them bottles everywhere. We yeah. Use the bottles from all... All the ages around places. You know, when you think, as I come back to that again, when it was lying here idle for so long, and you know, your yeah. sister lives uh, nearby here, and uh, what this place means to the village here going right forward. Right in the centre, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's fantastic. And I have to mention the man who lives across the road. Uh, he's busy working today. You might just hear this. Mr Adrian Hillman, of course, just lives right across the road here. Uh, Glasgow Celtic personified. The man who runs St Margaret's. I think he's away hard. working today, but I want to say hello to him because we're on the doorstep. If he was there, I'm sure he'd be over to us as well. But another big part at St Margaret's are of this village. Anyway, are you ready for your sport? I never thought I'd say this, but David Sheehan, I miss you. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a clamour for you, you know, after last week. They, they did say it was sport, but not as we know it, that is for sure. Anyway, nothing about sport. you're on today oh, again man. and you're not getting out of it, but we might have a little assistance for you. Great! I love TV. We watch TV. TV Themes with Jerry Kelly on The Late Lunch. Remember that TV movie we saw? TV, TV, Yes, it's coming your way shortly. What is that TV theme? It's back soon. It was supposed to be back this weekend. Little clue for you, but it will be back on your screens next week with a double whammy. What's the name of the TV show, please? 086-1800-658. WhatsApp or text me to the show now with your answer and your details, and we'll pick a winner for a lovely prize from late lunch before the end of the show. That's 86 658 for the TV theme today, WhatsApp or text. We're coming to you live from Nanny's in Dulik, and I'm delighted to say I'm joined by somebody who's been at the heart of the community here for years and years, and now she's representing them at the highest level in 
Doyle Aaron. Well, Shannon Aaron, the Senate Senator. I'm, I'm really pleased to say that. Senator Sharon Kilgan, welcome to the show. And you're very welcome here to Delete today, Jerry. It's so good to have you and your team here. Delighted to have you here. Sharon, as you sit here, it must be... Is it a dream come true that this place has been restored to what it is by Robert Lynch? Because you were at the heart of O'Neill's for years. I know. And, you know, it, it, it's, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful venue, beautiful place. And I suppose when you come into Delete from Drogheda, the first thing you see is the family of statues there by Morris Harron. And that really, I suppose, symbolises what this town is about. We're all about family. And this place will be run just like that. Um, Robert and Tracy are excellent, excellent um, hosts here. Um, they have a wonderful management team with, uh, uh, with Colin and Thomas. And everybody in Dulik, we treat everybody as a family here. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's great. It's great to have it back open again. It's great to have that busyness in the town again. This side of the town has, has been revived uh, immensely. And, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to what they can bring to the town in many, many years to come. You remember the great nights here, the oh. boxing, stars in their eyes, Strictly Come Dancing, the Dulik People of the Year Awards, so many more you were involved in yourself. And Robert has committed here earlier on. You might not have yeah. heard him at top of the show. He's determined to bring all this activity back to here. Absolutely. I mean, and this, this is what this very weekend is about. Mm. It is about bringing uh, some of that community spirit back in, into the village. And, you know, we've had enough rough, 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 tough years. And even you said yourself before you came out, this is your first time to be out yes. on the road show for so long, two and a half years. Yeah, yeah. So it's just so lovely. And even getting out to meet people again and seeing people on the street again. And that, that fear that people had for the last couple of years, it seems to be going and I'm so happy that um, people are getting back to normal again and starting to absolutely live their lives again. The symbol of the family, the artwork and the yes. uh, access to the village from the main road out there. I remember when it was up first, we were just in awe of it. And it gets you every time you come in. And then when you drive in the village, you do see the CCTV cameras. And you played a big part in yes. having that installed yes. here. Community, family, people. It has to be worked on, doesn't it? It has to be minded and protected. It has to. I mean, I suppose, we, and you know, you have to mind your family. And I suppose that's what the CCTV was about. Minding our communities, minding our residents is minding our business, looking after the people that matter to, to us and to, uh, matter to me. Um, yes, you're safe here. This is a lovely, lovely area to live in. I mean, over the last couple of years, people have moved here. Um, I, I, I've been in the Burford estate there. There's about 170 houses in there now. Brand new residents to the leak. They were only getting to meet now in the last six months because people are allowed to come out, come out and socialise. So, yes, community is definitely what brings people here to Dalik. It is a small community, it's a tight community. Um, children that are starting school this year, meeting new friends uh, for the first time, having the Ukrainians be part of our, 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 our community here and integrating them uh, into our community. That was really, really important to us. We wanted to make people feel special, make them feel welcome, and we did that. The, the people of Dalik stepped up we had over 80 people that came here in March, uh, one of some of the very first people that came to Ireland, and Julie people, they responded. They responded really, really well. I put the call out, and we were inundated with uh, gifts of vouchers, of clothes, whatever the people needed mm. at the time, they came forward. It was just unbelievable. But this community, I have to tell you, 
I love, I love, I love, love Tulik. <laughs> I love Tulik, and I love all, all the all the local parishes surrounding here. It, they're very special to me, and uh, I I will work to the end of my days to serve this community. And I, I that's all I can say to you, Jerry. I have no interest in the big big picture but my heart and soul is in community work. I love you're wearing the colours as well. You have the Ukraine, oh, yeah, the yellow and blue on you as well yeah. today. And, um, you know, what a response from, from everybody here and well done to everybody. That, you know, what I call a dilemma for you because you've always been at the heart of the community. Local was huge with you. Now you have stepped up to the national stage, whether you like to say it or not, and you're dealing with much more macro issues for people as well. Is that a balancing act between, you know, the, the Shannon and your local, local work. People are at the heart of my work. I always put the people first. Mm. And whatever problem presents to me in front of me at that time, I have to solve that problem for those individuals. Yes. So, um, I, I don't see, I don't see, because people come, from, come to me from all over the country. I work very, very closely with all the county councils around the country. They have issues to have in, in their own towns that they need solutions for. I might be able to provide those solutions for them or I might be able to support them to, to give solutions to the problems that they have. So I can balance it very, very well mm. and I want to be, be able to continue to do that because I don't ever want to move away from community work and the people that I represent. I, I, I think if you do that, you lose your soul to politics and I just do not want to become soulless. I do not want to lose my authenticity. I want to be very, very true to the person that I am and sometimes when you join that national stage of politicians, you can lose that authenticity and what's real to people mm. and I never want to lose that. That's great to hear. You know, when you look around you today and it's busy here with people yeah. coming and going and, and as you say, this festival this weekend, bringing in the Ukrainians are here, there are lots of new people you mentioned there coming. Yeah. You know that integrating it with the locals, the yeah. true locals and that as well, and the more people who have come, say, in the last wave, you know what I'm talking yes. about, that moved out from the city when it was too dear to bu yeah. buy house, houses in there. You know, making that work, isn't that the challenge? It is the challenge, but you know, we have a lot of uh, various activities that take place here in, in Jalique, and it's all about trying to um, integrate those that have moved into the area into those activities, whatever they may be, whether it be the local soccer club, the local GAA club, whether it be the, the field goal project and the free uh, mental health supports and wellbeing supports, whether it be the ICA, it's to encourage people, and that's maybe what the little community newsletter does. It tells people what's on, where to go, and how they can integrate better into our community. We have a lot of uh, Polish in our community. We have a lot of Brazilians in our community. We have a lot of Ukrainians now in our community. They're all very welcome here. And the Delete people are very, very welcoming. We, they have integrated very well. Um, and the, ch the children getting involved in the, in, in the new sports um, has been a great asset to all our clubs. So, look, we, we are delighted. We're delighted that our community is growing. We, we are a very cosmopolitan community. Um, and it's great to see businesses um, reopening again. New businesses are coming and going I into the town. There's not a unit here. People are looking for units. Mm. They want to come here. It is a hive activity. Even our business park is full down there. So there's a lot of opportunity here in Jalik. We do face challenges. No, we're no different than any other business community. Next Thursday evening, we're going to bring our community together to see how we're going to celebrate Christmas. We want to make sure that we give the families, the children, that Christmas experience that we've always experienced here in this country. We don't want to be listening to the Eamon Ryans and saying, no, you can't turn on Christmas lights this year. 
We oh, no. will. We will overcome that challenge. Yes. As a business community, we will do it, uh, and that's and we will work together to make sure. You know, we want to make sure that everybody thrives at this. Not thrives, survives is the word. We need to survive this difficult time and we're going to support each other to make sure we do that. And that that is the big challenge of course Sharon for everybody going forward of all political shades to try and cushion this great burden that's upon us at this time. But listen, you've lived through many times in the past like myself and we've prevailed and will again. Absolutely, absolutely. So uh, people do not be afraid. I I want to get that message out today. Don't be afraid. We will overcome this. It's, it's, it's awful the political rhetoric that's out this and the fear mongering that's out this at the moment there is a budget coming I don't know what the budget is going to, going to bring but there's always other methods of support that are there that people can access so people please get in touch with your politicians get in touch with your councillors they will know where you can touch if you are really really desperate and you need support for you or your family um, so look at help is there so people just need to reach out to get it Sharon Kilgan, best wishes to you. Thanks for joining us today. Jerry, Back in your Almer Mater. Jerry, can I just say, you are one of the most fantastic men on local radio. I, I have nothing but true admiration for you. You're one of the finest gentlemen in local radio and uh, you're very, very welcome. You and your team and Louise here to the league. So good luck for the rest of the day. Thank you so much for those really kind words and thank you for joining me and take care. Sharon Kyogen, Senator Sharon Kyogen there with us live from Nanny's Interleague. My next guest on Late Lunch this afternoon coming to you live from Nanny's Interleague and check out the Nanny Fest this weekend. It all kicks off this evening, tomorrow, Sunday, music, entertainment, stuff for the children, there's food stalls, you name it. It's all happening here in the heart of the league. You've got to get along to this wonderful place. But joining me now is someone I'm really curious and delighted to talk to Michelle Flynn is the founder MD whatever you like to call it chief teacher with Boyne Ballet Academy Michelle you're welcome to Late Lunch thank you so much Jerry. lovely to meet you here and thank you so much for this opportunity to come on the radio um, so yes uh, I just recently started giving adult ballet classes out here in Dalik um, so it's a new facility that opened here the Dalik uh, Bellusan community facility um, and you know I just felt like there wasn't a lot going on for adults um, especially for ballet uh, which is something a lot of people might have tried when they're younger and then maybe they want to get back into um, and so I just thought it would be a good opportunity to use this space it has you know a, it's a great facility there brilliant floors for dancing um, and so yeah here we go now it's all started um, and yeah you can join there on Tuesdays from 7 to 8 p.m. so 7 to 8 an hour on Tuesdays and is it for anybody of any age or are there you know limitations yeah you know like crafting an adult ballet class can be a little bit tricky because um, people come from all different backgrounds and different abilities um, I wanted to keep it as open as possible um, so anyone over the age of 18 is uh, welcome to join um, and I tried pace the class given the level of the abilities of the students in the classroom okay. for women or for women and men for everyone. everybody it's all inclusive everybody so Absolutely. boys Get your twinkle toes out to the league next Tuesday <laughs> and get on the floor and you do not know where this will, will lead you. You're right there in what you say because I, I know this from experience. At a young age, children dabble at ballet. I don't mean that disrespectfully. You know what I'm really? saying? Absolutely. They do ballet and then some stay with it but others drift away from it. But it, they've had a little bit of background in it. Is that a challenge when people come to you? Do they think they're better than they actually are? No, no. no. <laughs> 
<laughs> Everybody has been a good sport so far. Right. Um, and what's surprising is that even in a short space of time, people can definitely see an improvement, whether it's that they're sleeping better or they feel like things have loosened up and they're ready to give it more of a go. Um, yeah, so, so far the feedback's been very positive. Great. For you and, and your background, tell our listeners who you are and your uh, career in ballet. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I'm from Drogheda. Um, so I started taking children's ballet classes in the town when I was younger. Um, and actually stepped away from from quite a few years. Um, so actually only returned to ballet when I was about an adult then in my early 20s. Um, so yeah, I, um, I always loved ballet. And sometimes, you know, that love of ballet never really goes away. So I wanted to get back into classes myself. So I know the struggle of an adult ballet learner as well. You have to go back to scratch a little bit. Um, so I did, and I was fortunate enough um, to travel with my career over the past eight years. Um, so I work in marketing as well, and I've, I've worked in the Czech Republic, and I moved to the US then. And during that time, I had really great teachers. Um, and so I also uh, decided to take um, ballet teaching training uh, with ABT in New York while I was there so that was such a great experience it gave me an eye opening uh, into how we educate in ballet today in the classroom and uh, yeah I'm very excited to get this started here and bring that framework back into Ireland. So you have a lot of experience internationally besides you know what you learned and of course you began and trained closely with Monica Lachman and there's a name people will that's true no. yeah, yeah absolutely um, and I think that this for me was a great experience as an adult getting back in as well because um, you know it was such a such a rapid transformation I could see in myself even within two years and it gives you the confidence to go and go for other things I think if I didn't even have that basis maybe I wouldn't have started doing it more Mm. semi-professional I suppose yes. um, during my working career as well now people are listening thinking oh listen you have to be have the shape of a pin and petite little legs and you know have n you know you know what I'm saying you have to be of a physique to do ballet what do you say to that I say you have to have the right mindset and um, that's really most of the battle I've seen adults of all shapes and sizes make such improvements um, that it's incredible what ballet can actually do for you. You'd be surprised if someone is determined enough to stick at it, but even within one year you can make a, a big transformation in someone's physique. And But your attitude is the most important, I think, for sure. To most things in life, may I say, Absolutely. including ballet, it's all about the attitude is, is right. What do you see long term? Right, You've started with adults. Are yeah. children on your radar to teach for children? For sure, for sure. And, you know, also with adults, it is a great way to make friends, I think, at this stage as well. Um, but yeah, of course, long term, I'm, I'm already starting to plan for bringing children's classes on stream. As okay, well. so they'll be worried about that d down the road because the, the earlier start them. When, when you say about starting a child at ballet, what's the best age? Can you start them too young or is there an ideal age? Oh, that's so interesting. Yeah, I have many thoughts on that. You know, I myself started at seven. Um, I felt like at least at that age, I had a lot of focus, I suppose, in the classroom. Mm. Um, 
But yes, I do have experience teaching children already and I do see that even from the ages of four you can make big improvements in like okay. just seeing their their enjoyment and the quality of the yes. music and um, and it really boosts the child's confidence mm. as well and you see that and it's beautiful. Mm. Ultimately, will you uh, put on a performance, you know what I mean, of your students or is it just merely to teach at the moment and introduce it? I think so. I think the goal is just to just get started, get more interest, uh, have fun, uh, build uh, networks together. Um, for children, ideally I would like to bring in the American Ballet Teacher uh, National Training Curriculum to this country, which would be the first time. Um, and to be able to offer examinations coming from that body. Um, and so that would be the hope long term, and so that we can keep that connection with, between US and Ireland here. Yes. And uh, the, the whole area of, you know, when you get people in and you're training them whatever age, what has to be said as well, it's a terrific aerobic exercise, isn't it? Oh, it is, absolutely. Um, even after the first class, I'm surprised some people came back because... <laughs> <laughs> out of bread and you know <laughs> but they said they slept wonderfully and you know they had all sensations in their body the next day um, and so I really feel like yeah you totally get your money's worth and just to let you know I am offering all new students a free trial class as well Go so down here. come along on Tuesdays 7 to 8 here in Dalik and we'll have some fun I remember Dawn French and Jennifer Saunders. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that ballet? <laughs> that that really funny send up they did a ballet when they put on the tutus. I love it. I love Do it. You? Yeah. And it's true, like people take ballet way too seriously and yeah, it's 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 fun, you know. Yeah, and that's what it should be. <laughs> so remind us again, the Boyne Ballet Academy, where are you again? When are you on and how do people get in touch? Or can they just show up on the night? Yeah, show up on the night, it's great, or you can go to our website Boyne Ballet um academy.ie and you can actually register there for your free first class. Um, so the location is here in Delik, just outside the centre, so it's in uh, Delik Ballustown Community Facility, right next to the GAA. Yes. So plenty of parking from 7 to 8pm on Tuesdays. There's an offer for you today on Late Lunch Live from Nanny's in Delik. Go along and try it. If it's been in your mind for, and, and that's the important point to go back to again, it's all about mindset, as Michelle uh, says to us a little earlier on there. Good luck to you. Thank Good you luck so to you much. with it. And, uh, and watch you're this invited space. any time. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to see me in a tutu. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me, so Michelle. Much, Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. So there much. you are. Bye -bye. So uh, Tuesday evenings, if you want to get involved, away you go. Late Lunch Live from Nanny's Indu League. As we head towards our next break in the show, up after the break, yes, Cathy Marr, uh, local pharmacist here in the league, and a regular with us on Late Lunch, is joining me live on the show. But taking us towards 2.30 this lovely Friday afternoon, it's Niall Horn. I'll be honest, I'm alright with me, Sunday mornings. I see Trevor Connell here at the bar regaling customers. Uh, I'd love to be earwigging on that one there. He's too far from the microphones to find out what he's saying, but I'm sure it's really good. And I've just heard, believe it or not, David Beckham has queued 12 hours to see the Queen. Now, wouldn't you think, Beckham, remember the film Bend It Like Beckham, that he 
Normally she has to toddle into us in LMFM, but we've come to her today. And I haven't seen her for so long. We've talked on the phone all right. Cathy Marr from Haven Pharmacy. It's really good to see you. It's great to see you back in person, Jerry. after what, two and a half oh, years? Oh, stop we've the lights. many a time over that time. Yes, great we to have. see you in the We now. have. And everybody's saying that today. It's just... You know, when you when you lose something yeah. like we had, yeah. you only appreciate it really. I suppose we heard the great news this week that the WHO said that they're really officially declaring the pandemic as a pandemic over. Yes. It's now something that we have to live with. So it's great yeah. to see that we we have as a country and a, a nation and globe come out of it, you know. So. Great. Well, listen, you're with me today for a specific reason, because it was announced uh, by the minister in recent days uh, that there would be free contraception made available to women between the ages of 17 and 25 and you in your role as chair of the Irish Pharmacies Union Pharmacy Contractors Committee are welcoming this too. Absolutely and I was delighted to be really involved in, in the kind of the setting up of the scheme and great to see that this is an access issue for young women and I'd love to see it extended out beyond the age of 25 but the government only had so much money for this year and we'll see it extend hopefully in the, in the coming budget. But really, women from 17 to 25, regardless of if they have a medical card, with the drug payment scheme, whatever, will be able to access all of the contraception free, their contraceptive care, so they can go to the GP for free, they can get their medicine for free, and that's a really important step. In terms of its importance, just explain that, why it's important. I suppose when we think of crisis pregnancies, and this is what we want to reduce, um, and we would see when young women access that age group access emergency contraception we know that they have had an issue where they've had intercourse and they're now worried and scared in a state of crisis so we want to really reduce barriers so we know the finance can be a barrier to that age group and how they access contraception and look after and have ownership of their own reproductive health and is money a factor? Like when, you know, we're talking about, you know, you're hearing it all the time for everybody in life today. It's yes. been precipitated by everything that's happening in the world. Is it a factor? In it this is time? a factor because, well, I suppose when we look at any patient, whether they are a private patient or a medical card patient, they have to have the GP fee if they're a private patient. So that can vary anything from, I don't know, 50 to 60 to yes. 75, whatever the mm. GP fee mm. is, and that consultation will happen. From there then, there's the cost of the medicine, and medicines for contraception, whether it's the oral contraceptive pill, which can range from maybe around 8, 9, 10 euro, and if it's an implant or a coil, that can go up to 150 to 200 euro, and then the lady must then present back to the GP to have that fitted, and that's another 100 euro, so, or in thereabouts. So it can be a costly affair. I would say at the outset though finance isn't the only barrier and mm. I would like to see us all in a position where oral contraception is available without prescription so that the woman doesn't actually have to go to the GP for that initial prescription. Um, the pill as we know it, oral contraception, has been available for about 50 years. It's one of the safest medicine known um, and prescribing around it is very very safe and effective. We provide, as pharmacists, we provide emergency contraception without prescription and have done for about 12 years. And mm. that has been really, really successful service in managing and preventing crisis pregnancies. In the design of this scheme, and I was discussing all summer with the powers that be, and I thought, you know what, we're coming into September and this age group are going back to school, they're going back to college. And now we have in a situation where they may have to access and go to their prescriber to have their prescription, um, have their consultation. They'll have the blood pressure checked, the body mass index measured and other risk factors. Once they're all deemed okay, a prescription will be issued. I'm a pharmacist and I have the clinical skills to do all of that. 
and the WHO, the World Health Organization, said in 2019 that oral contraception should be without prescription globally. So it is a very, very safe medicine. It's happening in the UK, it's happening in the US, France, Australia, New Zealand, most developed countries. So it's very, very safe and effective. And I'd like to see that being the next step. The government, the minister has made a commitment to begin negotiations mm. and to, to look at that. And that's where I really want to see women's reproductive health go. So this is happening elsewhere in developed countries. You're saying it's time for Ireland to step up to the to mark. Step up. Absolutely. And do the very same. When you mention the different forms of contraception there, I take it a woman has a choice here now. Effectively, that, that's, it's women, giving women a choice, a choice on what kind of contraception they want to use and where they want to access it. That's the next step. But in terms of the choice of contraception, we have what is called LARC. And people might hear this when they look up online, a LARC, L-A or C, and that is a long-acting reversible contraception. So the only non-reversible contraception would be sterilisation. Mm. And obviously for this age group, that's not, not a, an option really. But a long-acting reversible contraception, so that would be a coil or an implant, and they would need to be assessed and fitted by a GP or, or gynaecologist or obstetrician, whatever, whatever specialty the, the patient goes to. May I wish to start a family yes. soon or they may wish not to be in a relationship right now and might want to have that option to take the pill if and when they need to when they're they're established in that relationship and that comes down to choice and that will come down to the conversation we have with that woman in the consultation room at that time it's not down to you must use this and this is what we think is the best thing for you lots of risk factors deem what's appropriate and what's suitable and some women may be candidates for combined pill and some women may be candidates for progestogen only pill but that's what we do when we have that conversation what we want to do now is start the conversation make sure every woman between 17 and 25 knows that this is accessible that they can walk into their pharmacy if they have a valid prescription and a pps number and they won't be charged for the prescription regardless of it being um, a medical card where a woman may have been paying the 150 prescription levy by the government that's now done away with as well for these patients um, or if it's a private patient there's no charge whatsoever either so you have to produce proof of age the PPSN exactly it, you have it there once you, you have yeah, of course have, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. so we, we, the questions that we've asked all week and we've been asked all week if a woman is 25 and 11 months yeah that's fine you're she's okay still 25 if she's 16 unfortunately it's not available, it must go through the GP. Um, so it really is open to 1725 in the next budget, which is in two weeks, as we know. I'd love to see this age cohort extended because it should be open to all women. And I'd love to see a position that we're now beginning talks to allow contraception without prescription. So shingles vaccine is available without prescription and I'd like to see anyone that's at risk of developing shingles, particularly the older age groups, to avail of the shingles vaccine. Unfortunately, it's not paid by the HSE, so it is a private service, so it's just to make mm. people aware of it, whether they have it through their GP, their nurse or their pharmacy. But from a cost-benefit point of view, I would like to see it happen because an older person that gets shingles can be very, very sick for quite a number of months yeah. and years, maybe the rest of their days. So the best cure is prevention, so I would ask anyone to get the shingles vaccine. Shingles isn't contagious, and this is the questions that we get asked all the time. So how someone will develop shingles is if they've had exposure to chickenpox in their early life. So maybe as a two, three, four, ten-year-old, whatever, that virus then stays latent, so it stays asleep in the body, and then when the body, for whatever reason, we don't know, it's under stress. So whether it's physical stress, emotional stress, whether the body is ill or there's an underlying condition happening, the virus reactivates, herpes zoster reactivates in the form of shingles and it can vary in degrees of mild to severity. Um, some people, you know, it tends to track a nerve and you would see people, um, sometimes 
eye shingles or a pain, yeah. and they'll get very, very um, debilitating nerve pain that can last for months and years. So it's a cost-benefit analysis, Absolutely. really. It's well worth having it, and it is available now, folks. That's the message we want to get to you. Thank you for the lovely hamper you brought to us from Haven Pharmacy. I'm sure and you came to Jalique, Terry. <laughs> How could I not? <laughs> well, I'm going to give it as a prize to our TV theme winner today. So thank you for that, and they'll really love it indeed. And we'll talk to you next month, please God. Uh, uh, about the uh, flu and COVID as well, the vaccines. For the moment, Cathy Marr, thank you so much for dropping into us in Nanny's this afternoon. Thank you. Late lunches live from Nanny's in Dalik ahead of Nanny Fest. It all kicks off today with a stellar lineup of entertainment Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And I can I can tell you, can I describe this? The waff from the kitchen at the minute. I don't know how I'm still sitting at this microphone here. Louise has had to pin me down to the chair for sure. But anyway, when I walked in here this morning, I met a gentleman, and when I met him. I knew we're on the right road here because he has years of experience in the hospitality business and he is manager here at, Navi- at Nanny's. I'm delighted to say hello to Thomas Gavin. How long are you here? Did you, are you in from the start here? Yeah, so I started here, Jerry, last November uh, when it was a building site, really. Uh, when Robert had the vision, it was half built when, when we uh, joined uh, the group and there's a couple of other Westcourt people here as well with us. So um, we could see from the start that it was going to be an amazing property uh, in Dulik. Um, obviously we have, you have food as, as you can say you smell today. So that's our lovely chicken fajitas. So we might organise one of them before you leave today if you like. Uh, yeah, but look, it's a community venue for the community of uh, Dulik. That was one of the ethos Robert wanted, that it was uh, a venue for the whole of Dalik and the surrounds to enjoy enjoy uh, good Irish hospitality and food and drink in, in, in the main street in Dalik. You took me on a tour when I arrived in Mitch as well and I was able to have a look at all that's contained within here, inside and outside. It's so impressive. But this weekend is your first festival. Yes. Nanny yes. Fest is happening here starting today and running right through the weekend and it's out the back. They were testing the sound there a moment ago on the stage. What's happening? Who have you lined up here? Okay. What's going to happen over yeah, the next so few evenings? Obviously, the last couple of years, COVID has taken over everybody's lives. So, obviously, the live music is coming back as we've got Brooks and whatever. So, we decided to put on a festival for the locals in Dulik. Nanny Fest was born. Uh, we didn't do a launch or an, a traditional opening when we opened in March. So, this is basically to say we are now open. Uh, and we have a fantastic lineup for the whole weekend. So it all kicks off today uh, at four o'clock. We have a DJ four o'clock. We have uh, many genres of music for everybody all across the spectrums. So if you're into rock, if you're into your trad, if you're into uh, UB40, if you're into any type of music, 80s, 90s, and probably 60s, I suppose, everything, everything, there's uh, something for everybody. So uh, it kicks off every day from four o'clock. So today is from four o'clock to midnight. Uh, We have three uh, bands tonight, uh, Upside Down, uh, Cliché, Roberta Amoris from uh, Drogheda, and then Emotion then this evening. Lovely. So that's today. Into tomorrow, four o'clock again. No, tomorrow is earlier, Jerry. Oh, they're on the earlier. Earlier tomorrow, yeah. So 12 noon tomorrow. So we have a DJ from 12 noon uh, to 3 o'clock and then the lineup tomorrow we have a DJ uh, at 3 o'clock and then at 4 o'clock we have the band Two Guys. At half five then we have a George Michael tribute. Who doesn't like a bit of George Michael? <laughs> 
and then uh, at half seven we have uh, an Irish trad uh, band called the Rambling uh, Itch and then the wonderful Pat McManus band so if you're into your rock music we like all like a bit of rock yes uh, at uh, nine o'clock or sorry ten o'clock so he'll evening. conclude tomorrow here he'll and then Sunday tomorrow. so Sunday then we finish off with, with, a, with a bang Jerry we uh, open up at 12 noon uh, DJ then from 12 until 3 then we have uh, Promise Promises and Lies at uh, half four. Then we have uh, the wonderful Blue Moose at six o'clock. Uh, then we have a bit of uh, local. We have the Heavy Brothers from half seven. And then we uh, finish off at nine o'clock with uh, Glory Days, the Bruce Springsteen cover band. Oh, that'll be... So it's a good mix. It's a good mix for everybody. We have uh, children's entertainment. We have stalls. We have food outside. We have bar outside. So it is a mini festival feel. Uh, we have uh, some craft stalls as well, so we have we have some stands there. We have people selling flowers, and we have Woolworth and Drada. So we have a good variety of stuff. Yes, yeah. so there's, there's something a little bit for of everything. Everybody for everything. in the audience, as everything. they say, yes. on late lunch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> from time to time. So, but it, it's going to be. It's we want everyone to enjoy, and obviously the gods, the sun gods, have been are being good to us, the which widget. which is a big which is a big help. So yeah, so. Yeah. Timing is everything when, yeah, you're, when you have the everything. outdoors. And of course, yeah. you know, people can move from the indoor to the outdoor yeah. and vice versa. Yeah. Yeah, there's so much to yeah. see and do. Yeah. Can people just drop in or do, do they need to book tickets? Or no, what's the story? They can drop in. Anyone wants tickets, just pop in here to the bar and nannies and we'll, we'll look after them. Uh, and then it's all outdoor, so it's all outdoor. But you can, if you want, to come in to nannies and just have your drink and then pop outside but um, there is a cover charge uh, it is excellent value for money it's 18 euro for one day ticket or for the whole weekend it's 30 euro so it's excellent value for money so on three nights entertainment and more besides included there yeah. you mentioned you came in in november yourself yeah. you know with yeah. the with the place under construction yeah. and for you who's hands-on and you yeah. know you run front of house and, yeah. and have done for years yeah. Yeah. does that give you more heart and feel for the place absolutely because every day we were coming in jerry and you could see a little bit was getting finished and finished and finished and obviously yes. robert had this vision and then you could you could see the finished product mm. you know and it's obviously it's an amazing amenity for for the locals yes you know uh, and it can only go it can only grow stronger and better um, we have food available every day from 12 to 9 so pop out and join us like the food is fabulous we have we have we have a good crew of chefs and of course the place wouldn't be the place without our staff we yes. have a great crew of staff um, which like I would say 85% are from the locality they're all from Dalik uh, so I mean we're giving employment to the locality big uh, big well. employment indeed yeah. Yeah. wish you all the very best with the festival Thomas and beyond thank you and Jerry. thank you for thank you. Uh, hosting us here today no we're problem. delighted to be with you I'll order that for heat for you <laughs> thanks a million Thomas Gavin no problem your late lunch coming to you live from Nanny's in Dulig after three yes I bring you my artist of the week we'll replay the TV theme and we have a very special guest from the world of sport late lunch coming to you live from Nanny's in Dulig this afternoon ahead of the Nanny Fest festival happening here from this evening and all weekend check it out let's remind ourselves of our TV theme
Yes, Strictly Come Dancing is back on BBC. Not this weekend as planned, but next weekend with a double show. And winning that beautiful hamper today from Haven Pharmacy, given to us by Cathy Marr, is Anne Keelan from Cullen. Well done to you, Anne, and thanks to everybody who entered the competition. Now, it's time for this on Late Lunch. The Late Lunch Artist of the Week. Artist of the Week. Yes, and my Artist of the Week this week is Dolly Parton. And on a personal level, Dolly, as I mentioned at the start of the week, is one of 12 children. She's number four, actually, in the pecking order. She married Carl Thomas Dean on May 30th, 1966, when she was just 20. And in a world of celebrity marriage breakups, they've remained together ever since. They're rarely seen in public. And Dolly once joked that he'd only ever been to see her once in concert. Is that really true? The couple don't have children, but Dolly is godmother to Miley Cyrus. Well, she has a wild child on her hands there, if ever there was one. She is the most generous woman, well known for her philanthropy. Through her Dollywood Foundation, she's helped cancer research and care, child literacy, HIV, AIDS-related charities, the American Red Cross, wildlife preservation, wildfire victims, and most recently she donated a million dollars towards research into the development of a vaccine against COVID-19. She is unbelievable, outstanding in her support and care of others. For my song today, to round off a week of Dolly with the sun shining and the autumn setting in, their days are numbered, but is there anything as beautiful as a butterfly? Love is like a butterfly, as soft and gentle as a sigh. The multicolored moods of love like its satin Yes, Miss Dolly Parton, my Artist of the Week this week with one of her most popular songs. And, of course, we'll bring you a new Artist of the Week on Late Lunch next week. Time for sport on Late Lunch. And I am joined by a sports superstar from Delique Village, Keen Barry. How are you? Yeah, not so bad. All good now. Thanks for joining me on the show today. Uh, and will I tell you, folks, this fella has a dartboard and a room dedicated to him here in Nanny's. Oh, it's great now, yeah. It's, it's, it's some setup. It looks, looks absolutely brilliant. You know, there's a, there's a plaque above the board, and that's oh, great. It's great. Just absolutely super job from, from, from everyone and Annie's. What a tribute to you. It really is. And you brought me out there a moment ago, and we stood on the Yaki. I have a greater appreciation of you and what you do than ever. It's some distance away. Yeah, yeah, but it's kind of I, I'd be used to it now. But for someone who obviously never threw darts before, it looks a lot. As you said it looks a lot closer on TV you know, when when you come up to a dartboard and you're standing there. It is. It's a good distance away, but you're just just used to it now. How are you getting on? What's happening in the world of Keen Barry and darts? Tell us. I know, uh, just travelling the whole time basically. You know, it's been non-stop this year. Uh, playing playing well at a. At a uh, semi-final in the UK Open earlier on this year which was the uh, best result so far in PDC so I was delighted with that qualified for a few of the European tours now going to Belgium next week Gibraltar then in I think three weeks time and I'm nearly certain for the World Championship spot in December so it's kind of exciting times ahead so it is I'm looking forward to it it really is do you remember when you were a little fella and I met you at the, the League People of the Year Awards and you were only n- that height I'm just, knee high to a grasshopper and you said to me that night 
I'll be a professional darts player. Do you remember that? I do actually. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a long time ago now. Yeah, it's but a few years. Uh, no, I do remember actually now. Yeah, it, it's it was always my dream, and it's it's, it's mental that now it's it's out there coming true, and just hopefully now I can go on to be a world champion. That, that's that's the plan anyway. That's what we want. That's so what we is. dream for you, and you know you know the goodwill that you have. Not alone in the league, but in the northeast, We're, we all—you know—the way people love oh, to see you being successful. It's great to, to, the support from everybody. It, yeah. it's, it's unbelievable. Even a, a lot of local sponsors, even nannies are, are one of my sponsors, and there's a lot of sponsors around the village, and it's great. Like it, it's it's amazing to have everyone behind you, and for for such a small community of people to get behind the local lad, it's it's just there's nothing more you could ask for, to be honest. It's fine margins when you're standing at that hockey, isn't it? It's just a, the width of a wire. Yeah, it is. Yeah, like. Last week I was playing in Germany and I, I just wired the bull to win six five and he came in and took it out. You know, it's one of them where it can be, it can be cruel, but then sometimes it can turn in your favour and, and it can go for you. So you kind of have to take the good with the bad. It's exciting, it really is, and you're there, you're in the mix, and you're in there battling, and it really is great to hear it. Now, I, I wanted you to come in today to say hello to you, but would you give Louise a hand? Louise is, David Sheehan normally does my sporting preview at this time every week, right? He's on holidays. We drafted in Louise last week, but when she heard that you were available, is that okay, Louise? You can actually take over if you like. <laughs> you're not getting out of this one. Okay, come on, tell me, what have you got there first on the list? Soccer. FAI Cup, Waterford and Dundalk tonight. Now you went for Dundalk last week, didn't you? You're clever. I went for Dundalk and they were beaten by UCD in the league. What do you reckon? Waterford and Dundalk, Keen? Yeah, I'd probably have to say Dundalk. I haven't really watched League of Ireland much, but uh, yeah. from what I, what I remember, Dundalk was always a, a strong enough squad. Yes, yes. We'll go with Dundalk to win. It's, it's tricky. It's tricky. Is it a night fixture? It's a night fixture tonight, yeah. Why? Well, I'm just thinking, the winter sun could play havoc, couldn't they? The, depending on the day. You know, if the, win- the sun gets in the players' eyes... Ah, it could, it could. You never, you never know. You never know. No. It doesn't get in Keane's eyes because he's indoors. <laughs> I never heard that one before. Are you thinking of goalkeepers that used to wear caps in the sun? Is it? Yeah. Well, I was thinking of actually the players, but my brother-in-law pointed out that they can't do a header if they were wearing caps. No, they couldn't. <laughs> they couldn't. And it's years since Some I've seen the keeper. Are out of the question, so <laughs> maybe GAA. <laughs> Let's stay with soccer. Premier League. Keane uh, Louise has two games here for us. Go on, call them out the games. Yeah. Wolves and Man City. Wolves, Man City. And I'm hoping for Wolves. I'm a Liverpool fan, so hopefully, hopefully you want to see bit Wolves to win there. <laughs> um, I'm gonna. What do you think, Wolves, Man City? Man City. Yeah, I think we'll go against. I know he's hoping for Wolves, but Man City are the favourites. And the other game you have. Brentford and Arsenal. Oh, don't remind me of that. Brentford and Arsenal last year. Remember they came up Brentford and they beat Arsenal yeah. the first night of the season. What do you think, Ian? I think Arsenal could win, but I think it's going to be a tough game. Brent, yeah. Brentford's always very strong at home, so they are, but uh, I think I think, I think think Arsenal could. They're, they're playing well this season, so I think Arsenal could pick it. I like to hear that. Will the Gunners do it, Louise? I'm going to say... You both go for Arsenal. I'll go for Brentford because I've never heard of them before. (laughs) (laughs) Invite this woman over to Brentford in London. They're a little club that's come up in the Premier League and they've a new stadium and they're doing great. That's all I'll say to you. Quickly, the GAA. Do you know what about Loud GAA? No. Okay, no, so no. we're going to leave Keane out of this because we have meet in the moment. Low GA, we have how many games? We have four fixtures. Okay. So St Mary's RD versus St Breeds, is it? St Brides. Brides, sorry. All Sunday games. So which do you reckon? St Mary's. Okay, I'll go St Feckins. St Feckins aren't playing St Mary's. Hold on a minute, you're jumping down the, the list. They're still playing the weekend, so I'll just say playing. <laughs> Geraldine's play St Feckins. Are you going for the Feckins? I have to go with the Feckins, of course. It's her own parish, she's, she's going for them. Uh, New, Newtown Blues, St Joseph's, what do you think? Feckins, no, I'll go. <laughs> I don't know, St Joseph's. <laughs> 
They're having a hope. It's the Newtown Blues in that one. And Nave Martin. Nave Martin plays St. Patrick's. Oh, well, Nave Martin is the... I'll go with Nave Martin. Neighbor They're the champions. Yeah. yeah, they are. And neighbouring parish as well. Now, into Mead. Keen, you come into play here. Mead quarterfinals there. Have a look. Trim and Nafina, what do you think? Uh, maybe Trim. I have a few friends over there, so I'll have to stay on their good side. Okay. The next one is Summerhill against Screen. Uh, possibly Summerhill. I, I wouldn't really follow the, the GA mm. too much. Only, only the league, really, but... Uh, Possibly Summerhill. I'm not 100% sure on that one. Okay. Wolf Tones take on Gail Column Kill. Uh, Column Kill. I remember playing youth football and they were, they were always very strong. So oh, see, he has inside knowledge there. Oh, where's Gail Column Kill? Is it Kells? Yes. Oh, okay. I'll yeah, that's Kells. Who are you going with? Wolf Tones. That's the Gale top there, isn't it? Yes, Wolf Tones. So Louise is going for the Tones against Gail Column Kill. And the last game there, Keen. what do you think? Retote Minalvi. Uh, I'm going to go with Retote. We'll go mine Alvi because we went for a toast last week, didn't we? <laughs> we tipped a toast last week, so it's only fair. <laughs> you have a real scientific way of tipping, I have to say. Because you went for someone else last week, you're trying to be fair and go for the others this yeah. week. Yeah, mine Alvi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's Sport Louise, but not as we know. David Sheen will be it's back Sport next Louise, week. Yay, not as we know it. 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 Sport with I Louise. Anyway, you're, you're a tonic. I have to say you're a tonic. But, Keen, back to yourself anyway. The World World Championships, of course, dominate. You know, everyone started the year. The first World Champion of the Year is named. You've been there. It's 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 incredible, is it, Ali Pali? Yeah, the, the atmosphere is, is unbelievable. You know, it, it's it's nothing like a. It's the best venue I've ever played in. Like everybody there, it's just it's electric when you walk in when you're on stage. And of course, your dad is with you today, and your family, mom, and the family. Their support is. Oh, it's it's unbelievable, unbelievable isn't it? It's. Uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't get where I am today if it wasn't for them. It's the things down through the years, and nobody knows what what kind of hardship they they did to get me to, to darts on a, on a Sunday in Ennis, for example. You know what I mean? It's it's uh, I can only say just a massive thanks to them, and I, I owe everything to them. Well, you know something? I'm going to make a make a make a commitment to us here, Louise. Today, when you win that world title, will you answer the phone to myself or Louise Keane? 100%. Ah, <laughs> good no on you. All. That's all we want to hear. pleasure. Ah, listen, you're one of life's gentlemen, and good luck to you for the season ahead. No, thank you. Take thanks and thanks much. for dropping into us no, here no today problem. in Nannies. Well, that's it. We've had a great day. We've had an amazing day, haven't we? There have been so great many day. people that have dropped by and said hello. So it's a really, really good day out, and I think we'll just stay here now for the weekend. <laughs> you may not have us back on air on Monday. <laughs> We could stay here for the duration. Anyway, big thank you to Robert Lynch and his team here for inviting us today. And we wish them well with Nannies and the Nanny Fest. Thanks a million, Robert. Uh, Especially to Thomas Gavin, who's been looking after us so well right through the morning and the show. Big thank you to Brian Farley back at base. Thank you, Brian, for guiding us safely. To Eamon Doyle, who set us up here in the league. Thanks a million, Eamon. And to Louise, my producer. I couldn't do this without it. And to you, our listeners who join us every day and our guests on the show. Thanks a million. Eddie Caffrey's coming next with The Drive on LMFM Radio. Have a lovely weekend. Check out the Nanny Fest in the league. It's going to be fantastic right over the weekend. And do come back and join us for late lunch on Monday from 1.30. Have a lovely weekend. LMFM Podcasts. With CNC Carpets, we bring the showroom to you. Or book a new showroom appointment on 87 
If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.